For a long, long time now, I've thought about doing a podcast. And I have not just thought about it, I've talked about it a lot, probably too much. Some of you listening have probably heard me say multiple times that I want to start a podcast. And you've been so supportive every time. Like, yeah, Caro, that's a great idea. Go for it. It's going to be good. You even have a really solid voice for radio. Go for it. So all of this kind of talk has been happening for the past five years, since 2015. And it's been mostly talking, some research, some, well, a lot of listening to podcasts, but no action until yesterday. It was Tuesday, January 28th, 2020, and I was meditating at my Airbnb in Mexico City, you know, just trying to clear my thoughts and focusing on my breath. And somewhere out of the Spotify nature sounds, an idea sprung up. It came with this overwhelming energy calling me like, Kara, it's time. Stop making excuses. Don't be afraid. The time is now. Write something. Record something. Share something. And that something doesn't need to be perfect. It doesn't need to have a research assistant or an editing team or professional music or even a collaborator. It's a solo project. It's my passion project. It's going to be messy, but it's going to be me. That's all that matters. So here I am under a blanket in a very professional recording studio making my first ever podcast. Whether I'm coming in through your headphones or through a speaker, whether you're on the bus, on the train, in the car, in your kitchen, cooking spaghetti or some other delicacy, I hope that you feel nice hearing my voice because I feel really good recording and speaking to you. And I'm really, really happy to be here. Speaking of being here, I decided to call this project, this podcast project, Estoy Nibi, because it means I am here in the two languages that I speak and aspire to speak more, Spanish and Yoruba. Estoy means I am in Spanish, and Nibi means here in Yoruba. So Estoy Nibi is a container for being here, for doing a thing. And I like it because it has a lot of room to bend and build and morph. My plan is to weave in Spanish, Yoruba, and do interviews and share my journey, journeys of others. I don't know. I have lots of big ideas. We'll see where it goes. Un como. Vamos a ver. So right at this moment, estoy nibi in Ciudad de México. Mexico City. When I was writing this, I was at a cafe this morning called Azucar y Sal, drinking an Americano. The ladies at my nine o'clock were eating pastries and were having a very deep conversation. A table of 12 people were just served their eggs and juice. The aromas of huevos divorciados, cafe, freshly baked sugary delicacies, and 
The murmurs of Spanish were floating through the air. She just refilled my Americano. So I've been in Mexico City for one month now. I came here on a one-way ticket from Colombia on December 29th, and I still haven't bought a ticket to leave. Instead, I just signed a two-month lease on an apartment in Roma with a wonderful Mexicana chica que se llama Karen. So I'll be here for a while. After four months of moving around, I am so grateful to have a room to settle into that I can tape things to the walls, I can stock a fridge and a pantry with all the noodles and soy sauce and things I want. I can receive mail. I can receive visitors. Hint, hint, come hang with me. The main reason for me being here is to live and breathe Spanish. At this point, after many, many years of speaking, I'm fluent. O sea, I can convey whatever I need to say. But to get to the next level of fluidity with a vast contextual vocabulary and just knowing how to react, I really need to live in a Spanish-speaking country. Before Mexico, I spent three glorious weeks in Medellin, Colombia, in a really wonderful Spanish school doing private lessons for three hours a day, which, among many other things, gave me a lot more confidence with the subjunctive tense. But, okay, more on Spanish learning in a future dispatch. So reason number two for me being in Mexico is to learn to partner dance. I'm currently taking salsa and bachata classes and have my eye on swing dance next because it looks so fun and happy and people just always are smiling when they're dancing it. And reason number three is to live, to roam, to explore, to get lost, to see what happens in life when I'm not working a nine to six office job like I've been doing for the past eight years. On October 1st, 2019, I quit my startup job in San Francisco, moved out of my house in Berkeley, and set out on a pretty indefinite trip to Madison, Wisconsin first, then Portugal, then Spain, and then New York. The move out was fast, it was furious, and overall it was quite poorly executed on my part. The best part was that I made a very maniacal spreadsheet of all my boxes of stuff with a list of every single item in each box. Very useful for future Kara, but I unintentionally left way too much stuff behind, which led to a very stressful situation of upsetting people and having to ask friends to store things for me. Summary is moving is really tricky and storing your things is really hard. So when I'm in that situation again, I'm going to dedicate much, much more time to figuring it out. In the end, I filled a carry-on size backpack with enough clothes for multiple climates. I packed way too many toiletries for one person. And without saying goodbye, really, to the Bay Area or anyone, I left. I have a very loose idea of what the next two months in Mexico will look like. To be honest, the only things on my calendar right now are dance classes every Saturday and Sunday for two hours and a tamale festival coming up in February. Yay. It's 80% unscripted, really, and I'm so comfortable with that. 
I know what I'm not searching for again, and that is the kind of job I had working at a desk for a software company, solving extremely specialized problems so that other businesses could make more money. I'm really grateful for my opportunity to work in that environment. I learned a ton, I developed immensely, and now I'm interested in seeing where I can apply those skills in other places. What I've come to know about myself is that I have an endless supply of enthusiasm for things, for ideas, podcasts, books, snacks, habits, people, projects, whatever. I get really excited about a lot of things, and whenever there's a new thing, I love to tell my friends about it. My best friend Liza recently told me, you know what I really, really respect about Lois? This is one of her good friends. What I really respect about Lois is that she keeps her projects really close to her chest. You never know what she's working on until it's done. She knows me so well because I keep nothing close to my chest. Until this, this has been a secret, my own thing. I haven't told anyone about it. I haven't gotten any, yeah, Kara, great idea, do it, go for it. And I think that might be one of the reasons I'm doing it, to be honest, Because in my experience, when you talk a lot about something before you've done it, you can draw a lot of the creative potential out of it. You can get the accolades for having done it, the yeah, woo, great idea, before it's actually done. Of course, many ideas come to fruition by discussion, but the way I was doing it for so long was not producing any action. So for this, I went with the close to the chest approach, and this is what happens me under a sweater with my phone recording a podcast. (laughs) Thank you for listening to this experiment. Do you feel closer to me? Do you have questions? Do you have comments? I am going to keep going with Estoyni B because it makes me so happy to write, to record, and then trim and edit it all. So I hope you'll come along with me too. I promise it will be mm, very me. If nothing else. If you don't know me, but you just happen to stumble on this podcast by the goodness of your heart and the goodness of the search engines, then extra special welcome. My name is Kara, but in Latin America, I'm kind of playing around with multiple names because my name Kara with that A doesn't really have a sound in Spanish. There's no A, it's A. So Kara becomes Cara which means face or the feminine version of expensive. So my real name in English is actually Caroline. In Espanol, that's Carolina. So the short nickname version of that is Caro. So I go by Caro sometimes, and I really like that. But Cara is cool too, so I'm going back and forth. But then I have this other side of the Yoruba side. Titilayo is the full version, and Titi is the short version or popularly known also as Titi Oyimbo, or Gringa White Titi. Then I have my name that I use at Burning Man, which is Foxy. So I've got Kara, Caro, Kara, Titi, Foxy. All these names, not really sure how to meld them into one, or if I need to, maybe I can just have them all. That's to be determined. But anyway, welcome. Thank you so much for listening. My intention is to publish a new episode or a new dispatch of Estoy Nibi every two weeks at least. 
I don't know exactly what form this project will take yet, but rest assured that I have lots of ideas. Thank you so much for spending 15 minutes of your day with me. I hope you had fun. I sure did. Until next time, I'll be here on Taco Row in beautiful downtown Mexico City. Shout out to Radiotopia and Roman Mars. I love 99PI. Thank you. Bye.